The Crawford Stand. Even in the midst of what to the natural eye looks like a darkening world, are you ready to overcome with the president of Crawford Broadcasting Company, Don Crawford? Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Are you a cheerful person? Are you? Do you tend in personality to the positive rather than the negative? Do you see the glass half full rather than half empty? Do you? You should, you know, for be of good cheer is not suggestive, but rather it's a positive, virtually a commandment, an aggressive biblical commandment, a cheerful, happy, joyful expression, and more importantly, a heart. A cheerful heart is every bit required of Christians as any of the shalt nots of the Ten Commandments. Be of good cheer. Being cheerful, joyful in a negative world, and boy is it ever, it's a marvelously positive thing, and it should be no hardship for any Christian. It should be easy. It should be natural to be happy in the service of the king, and as a result of the sacrifice of that very same king, is a natural fruit of the Spirit for the Christian. Are you cheerful? If all is made right, and all is redeemed in your life, and all is forgiven, and the full effects of the salvation experience has taken root, really deep root in you, changing so, there is nothing to be worried about, nothing. Joy reigns, and as the Holy Spirit resides, good cheer is the natural byproduct. Are you cheerful? Are you positive? in a negative world? Or are you a worrier? And even more from the scripture. I love this one. Don't be dismal. Don't be dismal. So many people walk through life with frowns on the face, anger in the eyes, jaw tight, lips pursed, ready for battle. There is little or no love or joy or rejoicing in their spirit. They have never experienced the joy of Jesus Christ. Have you? Oh, I do hope and pray so. If so, the last thing in your life would be dismal. You, on the other hand, would infect the world with a spiritual smile. Do you have one of those on your face? Are you a Christian person of good cheer? A joyful spirit, a joyful spirit, rejoicing in the Lord, thankful for everything. Are you? You would be genuinely a person of good cheer, if so. Are you? You should be. The person of good cheer constantly rejoices the scriptural command for them to be glad, be glad, and rejoice, no matter the circumstances, including severe difficulties and persecution, and more, all of that. When that becomes a reality, You should be a person of good cheer, no matter the negative circumstances, for Christ dwells within you. The positive Christian will always rejoice and be glad, always exceedingly glad, for the love of Christ rules, it's there. Even when faith is attacked, when Christianity is ridiculed and mocked and Christians persecuted, as so often happens today, there should be rejoicing a thankful spirit at work. For Christ, alive in you, is supreme. 
above all else. You should have a life of praise, no matter how negative the things are in this world and for you personally, because the love of Christ has permeated your heart and your soul and your mind. And the disciple of the risen Lord is a person of good cheer. Are you one? Are you glad? Are you exceedingly glad in the love of the Lord, in Christianity, no matter the negativity of this world? Are you? Oh, it's the best thing in life. Our world, our world is corrupt, full of lies and deceit and conspiracies, the fruits of what is most certainly the post-truth era, the post-truth era. But a true Christian loves the truth and believes wholeheartedly that only the truth will make us free. But even in a culture where truth is canceled and where Christianity is attacked and those who believe are persecuted, there rings out loud and clear that blessed assurance, be of good cheer. Jesus is mine. I, I the Lord, have overcome the world. Do you believe that? Do you really? If you do, there is nothing to worry about. There's nothing to worry about. Nothing, if you really do believe that. And if you do, you can never be dismal. Never be dismal. Frowns replaced by spiritual smiles. You cannot worry. A sin in its own right, for you live this day and each day with the problems and potential thereof, and the cheer, the joy, the gladness in your spirit will not allow you to worry about tomorrow. Rejoice in that. Be glad about that. Exceedingly glad. Be thankful in all things, and especially that. Live positive in a negative world. Live positive and cheerfully in a negative world. The Lord of glory would have you do that. Radicals, the, the evil, the Marxists and socialists would destroy our country. Boy, they're at it tooth and nail. They would eviscerate our Constitution, especially our First Amendment freedoms of religion and speech and press and petition and assembly. They would destroy democracy and eventually install Marxism as a way of life. Oh, that would be simply unbelievable. But there comes the commandment to resist the devil. No matter how cheerful you are, you must resist evil. But even as you do, even as you take your stand, you and I should fight the fight of faith, persons of good cheer, not looking dismal, not worrying about the outcome it's already ordained. Don't worry. Be joyful and rejoice. Be glad and thankful for the opportunity to serve and defend our Lord. And we should be thankful in all things, especially the defense of our Christian faith and our love for Jesus Christ. Is that love in you? Has it saved and regenerated you? Do you live and believe that way? Do you? Oh, the salvation, this love of the Lord, the reality of true Christianity is yours. It can be yours. I hope it is. If so, you will do, believe, and live all of that as a person of good Christian cheer. We see the destruction of our educational system. We are told we must become advocates of critical race theory. Oy vey. The deconstruction of our American history. The watering down, the compromising or elimination of our Christian faith 
as America enters the new normal. The radical changes in culture and lifestyle and values, all bad. We the people resist. We the Christian people resist. We will not render unto Caesar allegiance and obedience to all such, for it is immoral, unbiblical, satanic, and wrong against what God would have us do. We will defend, resist, fight the fight of faith, all the while we are thankful in all things, exceedingly glad for the opportunity to stand up for our Lord and to rejoice, cheerfully rejoice in that defense. Do you? Will you resist? Will you stand up and fight the fight of faith? Will you? Ah, uh, you should. You must, my fellow Americans. You must. Because I think it is our Christian duty. I hope you feel the same. Joyful, rejoicing, thankful Christians never compromise. Never give in. Stand tall in the face of evil. Anything evil. Ah, may God encourage and strengthen you to do just that. And then says our Lord, I am come that you might have this life more abundantly. This life. And this life is precious. Life is precious. Abortion is wrong. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. The surgeon's scalpels that kill the baby in the womb are just that. A horrible killing. We should resist abortion, evil as it is of the devil. In the fight of faith, do you, do you fight back against abortion? That killing, that brutal killing of babies in the womb? If you are truly Christian, the full effects of the total salvation experience having revolutionized your life, you must. You must. And the same with euthanasia. Whether the young unborn or the old in physical disrepair, Killing, no matter the terminology or the age, it's just plain wrong. And it must be resisted by the true person of faith. Do you resist as a cheerful, joyful Christian? Do you in the protection of life abundant? Oh, I hope and pray you do. Our society seeks a new morality, or, or perhaps really none at all. It destroys Judeo-Christian values and morality, the very foundation of our beloved America. We the cheerful resist and we fight against, often weary of the battle that never seems to end. But then come the comforting words of our Lord. Come unto me, all you heavy laden, and I, I will give you rest. Come unto me, Come here, all you are burdened, all you who are worried, all you with problems you feel you can't cope with. And I, I, I the Lord, will give you rest. I will comfort you, strengthen you, and restore the resources I have given you, filling you once again with cheer and spiritual smiles and joy and gladness of heart. Uh, don't worry, my beloved, says the Lord. Please don't worry. I will give you rest. Don't worry. I have overcome the world, and it will always be that way. You are mine, and I am yours. And we walk together, arm in arm, in this world, and we live together forever in the world to come. Oh, isn't that fantastic? 
believe that, my fellow Christians, really believe that and be comforted by that, do you? Do you really believe that? If you do, no matter what, you will be cheerful. You will be joyful. You will be thankful in all things. Life will always be positive, not negative. Then come wars and rumors of wars, and then come plagues and drought and pestilence and disease and floods and earthquakes and other natural disasters. Then comes persecution of the saints, those loved by the Lord and all of that. All of this in the end times, the end times. And no matter what, no matter what, come the comforting words of Jesus the Christ, the carpenter of Nazareth, who says unto us, Fear not, fear not, please fear not, for I am with you. I'm with you. Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Get back to basics. Cheerful, spiritual smiles. Joy, rejoicing, gladness, exceeding gladness of heart. Get back there. Be thankful in all things. And that's the only way for a Christian to live. The only way. The only way no matter what. Oh, I hope and pray you live that way. Do you? Do you believe that with all of your heart? Do you? If so, then there is nothing, nothing to worry about. Don't worry. By the way, that's a sin. Then come the trials and tribulations of life, the personal life, your life, your very own personal life, and mine, of course. Death, disease, financial hardship, loved one forsaking family and other loved ones, families divided, especially over matters of faith also very painful to the core. But the answer, the antidote, is it's right there. Fear not, fear not. Don't be afraid of any of those things, for I, I am with you, says the Lord. I'm with you. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that positive in a negative world? Isn't that wonderful assurance? Don't, don't, says the Lord. Don't be afraid. Oh, so many people are afraid today of so many things. Don't, don't, says the Lord. When you walk with me, there is nothing to fear, nothing. So walk with me. Walk with me, says the Lord. Don't let go. Don't move out on your own. Allow me to strengthen and give you wisdom as you fight the fight of faith, as you resist the devil. I will do that, says the Lord, if you never lose faith and trust in me. I will do that for you, if, but only if, if you walk with me, holding tight, holding tight. Even though, my beloved son or daughter, you walk, says the Lord, through the valley of the shadow of death, even then I will not let you fear any evil. My rod and my staff will comfort you. And the goodness and mercy, mine, will follow you all the days of your life. So, so, please, don't be afraid. Afraid of nothing. Don't worry. Rejoice and be cheerful. Don't be dismal. Oh, I love that one. Be of good cheer. In life and at the end, may you say proudly and confidently and joyfully and cheerfully, I know in whom I have believed. I know. I know. 
I'm not worried about death. Not afraid of death because I know in whom I have believed. Do you? Do you really know him? And do you really believe in him? Do you? Even unto death? For the loving, joyful, cheerful Christian says with the Apostle Paul, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. For me to live is Christ, but to die is better. It's gain to be with him. Is that you? Is that the way you live? Is that the way you believe and trust? And do you know full well and believe unconditionally that death for the Christian is better? It's gain because then you will be with the Lord forever. I hope and pray you've had that salvation experience and that you know, you know, you will be with him. And if that is so, my fellow Christians, and if that is so, then we can say with the angels of old who announced the coming, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, glory, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill to all humankind. Glory to God in the highest and on earth while you are alive. Peace, peace and goodwill for all of you, for all humankind. Ah, uh, we true Christians are people of praise, praising God for his love and mercy and glorifying all that has been done for us. We the believers are thankful in all things, no matter what. And that is a task that can only be accomplished by those of good cheer. Are you one? Those who are not dismal. Oh, I hope you're not. Those who don't worry, please don't worry. And those who are full of joy and rejoicing and thankfulness all day long. Is that you? Is that you? So, my fellow Christians, this is the day which the Lord hath made. So let us be glad, glad, exceedingly glad, and rejoice therein. Let us walk with him this day, all day. Let us walk with him here, and to look forward with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength to that blessed day, that blessed day when we will live in the house of the Lord forever, forever. The views expressed here on the Crawford Stand are those of the speaker, and Mr. Crawford would love to hear from you this week and know if you are of good cheer. Are you? Tell him in your email to stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you write, be sure to tell Mr. Crawford on what station you hear the stand. His email address again is stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you want to review what you hear, go to our website, crawfordbroadcasting.com. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Broadcasting Company and this station. Serving God and country. I'm Bill McCormick.